Obi-Wan Kenobi. I wonder if he means old Ben Kenobi. I beg your pardon, sir, but do you know what he's talking about? Well, I don't know anyone named Obi-Wan, but old Ben lives out beyond the Dune Sea. He's kind of a strange old hermit. Bucketheads, Mavar Tigar. Welcome to a special Bantha Tracks bonus edition of Mandovision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out our small independent Star Wars podcast. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for being here. All right, reach out to us on social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show at at gmail.com. Make sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing this show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. We truly, truly appreciate it. How is everyone doing? Yeah, something big happened yesterday. Uh, it set my, my Twitter, my internets all aflutter. We are, in fact, referring to the release of the very first teaser? Folding trailer? I don't know what you want to call it. For the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, streaming at the end of May on Disney+, Plus, exclusively so. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to share my reactions, which I think are in line with many of you fine, fine people out there. The, the fine listeners of Mandavision. Uh, I think we're all on the same page with, with a lot of things, at least from, from those of you who I have interacted with and had discourse with. We are very excited for this show, and, and seeing the first images for it uh, just, just reinforced that. God is all pumped up. It did what it was supposed to do, right? Get us fired up, get us jazzed up, ready to go, ready to sit there and watch. Ewan McGregor return to, to the, the Jedi role he made so famous in the prequels. And, and yeah, I mean, we're all here for it, right? There, there's so much, uh, just, just flashes of things in the in this trailer that are so, are so yeah, exciting, you know. Uh, uh, the Inquisitors, in in particular, sort of sort of got me real fired up. But I mean, they get you early in that trailer, right? I, I don't I don't know how any Star Wars fan with a pulse, when you start hearing the opening notes for Duel of the Fates. I don't know how you just don't get the get the get the chicken po- uh, chicken pox get the, get the get the chicken fist the goose flesh the 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 dumpies, you know the hair on your arm raises in excitement like I don't know like again if you don't have a pulse if if that's not what's happening to you when you hear those those notes begin to play as as the sands of Tatooine sweep across the screen and and and, and just I mean, they know how to get me. They know, they, and, and it's not just me. It's all of us Star Wars fans, right? They know how to speak to us. And they're doing it with Duel of the Fates in there. And, and seeing 
the Inquisitor, seeing the Inquisitor Fortress, um, seeing these things on the screen in, in sort of a real-life situation as opposed to like the video games and, and the animations that we've seen before with the Inquisitors. Uh, just, wow, I was, I was really pumped up. And I know a lot of people seem to be, you know, again... <sighs> It's hard to have nice things in this world because uh, the because the internet exists to to kind of tear things down in in a sense, and I know if you've probably seen the same things I've seen, a lot of people not real happy with the look of the of the of the Inquisitors necessarily, particularly the Grand Inquisitor is coming under a lot of fire uh, for being uh, a, a visually altered from uh, his animated state. And again, I'm not going to address too much of all that because I think you all know where I stand. And, and, you know, sometimes, we, 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 again, we just can't have good things, all right? Let's see what happens. Let's see what this, this, this actor, this talented actor they have in the role, he, what, let's see what he brings to the performance. Let's see him make it his own thing. Again, you can have different interpretations of, of, of Star Wars characters to an extent. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't agree with this sort of uh, this mandatory, like, they must look exactly the same as they did in the other thing that I saw them in. I'm not sure I buy that necessarily. I mean, you want a visual continuity, a visual consistency for sure, but they cast an actor in in the role who they believe is going to bring the best of that character to the screen. And that allowance must be given, we must give them that allowance and, and see what happens. If the performance turns out to be bad, we can talk about that too. But let's see what this actor does with the part. Let's see him make it his own thing and, 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 and kind of continue the grand honor, the grand tradition. <laughs> Of the Grand Inquisitor, uh, so let's again let's take a deep breath. I, I urge, I urge I, this. I think this has become like the mantra of the show. Let's take a deep breath. Let's sit back. Let's wait for the show to happen, and then we'll discuss. <laughs> and trust me, the, the me being the voice of reason, that's not my wheelhouse. <laughs> that is not my strong point. Uh, uh, but let's see what they do. I mean, come on, we had swirling, twirling red lightsabers. Uh, the hunt for, for presumably for Kenobi, uh, you know we don't know a lot about the about the the overarching story of of the series. We know that eventually at some point, uh, the, you know the Inquisitors do come to Tatooine, presumably looking for Obi Wan, uh, and and does he draw them out to that planet Daimyo, who we see flashes of in the, in this in this trailer as well, uh, or or. Is there something that he has to go do on that planet to protect another Jedi who he's found out is there because uh, he stumbles across the plans of the Inquisitors? Uh, there, there's a lot to sort of parse out, like what's going to happen here? What's what's really shaking out? Is it just focused on Obi-Wan on the run, hiding out from Inquisitors? I, I suspect there's more to going on, more going on here in the, than, we, than, we, than, we, than we know, than we're being led to believe. But again, I mean, the one thing they didn't show us in this tra- just trailer, and we got our first still image of it released, uh, once again, via Entertainment Weekly. And that is of the return of Darth Vader, something that we knew was coming in the show. But other than than hearing his breathing over the title credits uh, at the tra- at the end of the trailer, you know, no no Vader sightings in the trailer. So so we we get that first still image, and and, and I'm excited, you know. And, and we, we've we've heard the quotes from Hayden Christensen about how we will see a, a supremely powerful Darth Vader in the, in the series. So again, I'm I'm really excited. I caution. I caution us once again not to get too crazy with our expectations, but everything that I've seen in this trailer, I'm I'm very excited about. I, I'm very intrigued by by um, um, except the, the the Inquisitor Riva, who we get to see a lot of in this trailer. Her uh, confrontation with Owen on Tatooine, Uncle Owen himself, 
and again, seeing Joel Edgerton back as as Uncle Owen, uh, I was really delighted by. It. I didn't I didn't think I would be uh, uh, sort of as nostalgic for Joel Edgerton as as I was. I, I Joel Edgerton has become a, a you know let me let me phrase this a little bit better. Joel Edgerton being cast as Uncle Owen back in the day was uh, was exciting. I had seen him in like a handful of smaller productions, I think, from Australia. And then he got into Star Wars, and then his his career kind of grew after Star Wars, with Gladiator in particular, but but many other other quality movies. So it's like Joel Edgerton kind of became his own big star, a fairly substantial star after Star Wars. So him coming back to Star Wars to be Uncle Owen again, I, I was excited to see that casting news, but to actually see him as Uncle Owen kind of got me in a way that I did not expect. Uh, so, and again, you know, I was thinking about the, about it the other day when I first saw the trailer, uh, how my opinion of Uncle Owen has changed so much over the years uh, as, as we've gotten to know the story of, of all these characters and, and how they've been put into these situations. And, and you know, Owen and, and Baru, you know, asked to raise this child that, that is, is, you know, tangentially connected to them. But they're, in, they're put in this position that, like, hey, we got to protect this kid. Uh, and we don't know the hows and whys. I'm sure Obi-Wan did not tell them about Destiny and all that other Jedi mumbo-jumbo. I mean, these are a couple of moisture farmers. They probably have no real interest in hearing about Force and Jedi lore. So so they're in this, predi- predi- predic- in this predicament where they have to protect this child at all costs. So who are you going to keep him away from? The guy who gave him to you and said, oh, by the way, his dad's dead in this it's my fault. <laughs> so there's a lot going on with Uncle Owen uh, that I, I think sometimes the fandom uh, doesn't doesn't appreciate, doesn't doesn't uh, understand necessarily. You know, that it, at least I know my point of view of Uncle Owen was he was the mean old guy who wouldn't let Luke go to the academy. You know, and he made him do farming work instead of go be a cool Jedi and stuff like that. Uh, again, as I've as I've gotten more into the mythology, into the tapestry. I mean, you see these characters from different perspectives when you allow yourself to. So I, 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 again, I sort of had this weird moment where when they show Joel Edgerton on screen for the first time as Uncle Owen, it's just like, oh, it's Uncle Owen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I almost, <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. It's not the same level of excitement as seeing Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan Kenobi, but there's something about, about Edgerton back as Uncle Owen. I was like, oh, it's Uncle Owen time. Let's go. And standing up to an Inquisitor, no less. Like, we're going to get to see an Uncle Owen that we've not seen before. Maybe actually help you recontextualize uh, uh, when you see his charred remains, uh, spoiler alert for for episode four. But when you see his dead charred remains, maybe he maybe he stood up to some stormtroopers too. Maybe he got into like a bit of an altercation with them. Maybe he wasn't going to sit the, sit there and let those stormtroopers push him around. Uh, so I don't. I'm very curious about about these sequences, about how these things play out. Uh, Deborah Chow did such a great job with her episodes in season one of The Mandalorian that I'm very very excited. I'm very very confident uh, in, in what we're going to get. And it does seem that we have a bit of a different uh, a visual style than The Mandalorian 2, which I think is a nice thing to sort of expand the palette for what these Disney Plus shows are going to look like. Uh, we don't see much of uh, Indira Varma's Imperial Officer character, but it's nice to see. And you sort of feel the weight of the Empire in, in this trailer, in the flashes uh, of Tatooine in particular, where it does seem like there's a bit of Imperial impression happening on the Outer Rim world of Tatooine. Uh, we don't see we don't see Camille Nagiani. We don't see O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, there's a lot of, of actors that we know that are in the show that we haven't seen flashes of just yet. Or if you did, they are completely unrecognizable. Uh, 
popular speculation is that Kamel Kamel is going to be the voice of that droid that we got to see. So maybe we'll get some cool, sweet new droid action in the the show, which would be a lot of fun. And, and, uh, um, yeah, I just, I I don't know what else I can say about this because I'm just really, really excited about it. Uh, I I liked the planet that we got to see, uh, uh, I think it's Dayo is the name of it. And I like that it has this sort of Blade Runner energy to it, like a lot of neon uh, buildings, darkness, uh, uh, kind of like this urban graffiti kind of thing going on. I think it looks really, really cool. Uh, I can't wait to explore that world a little bit more fully. Again, I want to know why we're on these planets. Is, is Obi-Wan there to aid another another Jedi hiding out? Is he there to throw the Empire and the Inquisitors off the trail of potentially finding Luke? Uh, there, there's there's a lot to, to sort of parse out from, from uh, the little bits that we got. And you have to sort of wonder... If, in fact, we will get another trailer, maybe right around May the 4th, that fleshes these things out for us a little bit more fully. Um, I don't know what else I want to say. Again, seeing the fifth brother on there, I think it was the fifth brother. I, I do get the brothers and the Inquisitors all kind of mixed up with their names and, you know, Seventh Sister and, and all that jazz. I think I got that one right. But I, I, I like seeing these characters in, in live action. Again, I'm not going to be super critical of, of the Grand Inquisitor until I see the performance. If that guy crushes it, as the Grand Inquisitor, then I don't have a problem with like the look being maybe a little bit different than what we are familiar with from his time on Star Wars Rebels. Uh, if you agree with me or disagree with me, again, that's your problem. That that's cool. If you disagree, that's definitely cool. You, let, but I, I I ask you to let's give it a minute. Let's see what happens. Give that actor a chance to crush it. Uh, I believe it's Rupert Friend is his name, and and let's see what uh, what he can do uh, with the part before we before we rip him to shreds on the internet. Like we've already like a lot of the fandom has already done just based off of looks. <laughs> and that's not cool. We don't judge people on looks. That's not how the world works anymore. At least it's not how it's supposed to. My goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. All right. I don't know what else to say about the show. And again, I don't, you know me. I don't like to speculate too much. I gave you a couple of ideas uh, of, of, of things that are going on in this trailer. Maybe perhaps, um, I don't know. Is, is it creepy that, that Obi-Wan's like spying at, on, at, on Luke? from a distance with a, spare, a pair of binocs? I, you know, I don't know. Um, let, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see about that. But yeah, I, I got, I, I'm really excited to see uh, how Obi-Wan's sort of carving a niche for himself in, in, in this world. Uh, if you go back to the stills that was released earlier, the day before the trailer came out uh, on Entertainment Weekly, it shows him spending a lot of time uh, in a cave, which I thought was interesting too, as it, it, as it seems like maybe he hasn't... Uh, uh, come and built his homestead just yet uh, which is a, it was something that would be a bit of a variation from what we know in John Jackson Miller's Kenobi novel uh, which was that he, he put that, that homestead together in fairly short order um, and it, they didn't mention much time of living in a cave but again again, uh, it's a picture with no context it could just be a cave he hangs out with maybe there's like some force thing going on there maybe that's where he's doing his meditations uh, to commune with, with Master Qui-Gon let's Again, no context, so we're just speculating, we're just spitballing here. But yeah, I mean, I, again, I mentioned it before, the John Jackson Miller novel. If you want to, now is definitely the time. If you're uh, enthusiastic and fired up about the Kenobi series, check out that book. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a good book. Again, it's, it falls underneath the Legends banner now, so it's not canon. It's not continuity. Uh, but it's a great take on the character. It's Obi-Wan trying to hide out, but getting drawn into a conflict between moisture farmers and Tusken Raiders. And, and you know... Much like my love for the second episode of Book of Boba Fett, where we f- we spend so much time with the Tuscans in their culture, this book does th- does that as well, which I think is a very fascinating exploration of of, the, of a people that's very mysterious in the Star Wars galaxy. 
So go check out John Jackson Miller's book, Kenobi, uh, and that'll get you real, real fired up for more uh, Kenobi in the Desert action as we find out and explore the history of sand. No, I'm just kidding. They're not, I don't think they're going to do that on the show. Anyway, <laughs> so stupid. All right, let's get out of here. I don't know. Again, I don't know what else I have to say about, about this, this trailer. Uh, I'm pumped up. I'm excited. Uh, just like the rest of the fandom, I'm ready to go. I'm rip-roaring adventure with Obi-Wan Kenobi. So great to see Ewan Brack in the role. He looks fantastic. The man ages so freaking gracefully. It's it's. Uh, I'm just full of, of jealousy and rage at him for looking that looking that darn good uh, <laughs> in the role. And and uh, again, I love seeing the the end credits there. You know when the, when the Obi Wan Kenobi title card flashes up there, and you see the little eye at the end of Kenobi's the little lightsaber hilt. Just wonderful, wonderful little things in there that that are so delightful to see. And and let's get excited. Let's get pumped up. But again expectations let's keep them low and another thing i want to get into I, I just you know we're all on social media a lot of the star wars community is is very vocal on on twitter uh, for the most part there's a there is a, a good amount of positivity from the star wars twitter community but i i caution people to avoid the people that are negative if they're saying things you don't want to you know who that are upsetting to you take a step back from that person don't engage with that person they are you're never going to convince them uh, to be cool, <laughs> you're just not. It's not going to work. They they uh, they might be thriving on being controversial. They might be thriving on their dark side energy, and and we don't want to engage with that. We want to we want to l- l- let them stay in their little bubble of hate. We're going to stay over here on the positive side and the light side of the force, and and we're gonna we're gonna enjoy the Star Wars that we get. If there's things to criticize and talk about, we will have that discussion. And again, I, the, the the final caution: speculation games. Let's not get too nuts throwing out all of our Star Wars ideas for Kenobi before the show even debuts. I, again, I mentioned this on, on Book of Boba Fett. I feel like a lot of people were upset with that show because it wasn't the show they wanted it to be. So let's just wait and see what the Kenobi show is before we decide what we wanted it to be. Uh, we, again, we can go back and play Monday Morning Quarterback after the show's done and see what we would have done differently or what we would like to have seen or maybe wish they had touched upon it a little bit more. Uh, but again, give these creators a chance to tell their stories before uh, we start putting out our, our favorite fan theories. And again, if you're if you're into that and it's fun for you, cool. But I, I caution that those fan theories from getting your expectations up to a point of um, just becoming like this Everest that that the show cannot climb. <laughs> you know, putting expectations on things is is a very uh, tricky tricky thing. So be careful. But let's be excited. Let's be pumped up because this is a great trailer. It's a great teaser to introduction to this world that we're going to get for Kenobi. And again, I suspect we'll get one more t- uh, trailer maybe around May the 4th. And and it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm really, really excited to see Ewan back. Uh, like I said, Joel Edgerton back. And, and the flashes that we got of the Inquisitors of the New World, Dio. I, I'm just, I'm just going to watch the trailer like 14,000 more times today. All right. So let's go ahead and get out of here. Um, <laughs> we have to thank the official Mandivision Maniacs, which you can become over at uh, patreon.com forward slash Mandivision. You can join the Maniacs and gain access to some sweet, sweet, sweet bonus content. Uh, let's see. I don't know what's up there right now, most recently. Something. But <laughs> it's good. It's fun. I think it's our super, super long uh, review of... I'm drawing a complete blank. I don't remember anymore. But you know what's coming up there very, very soon? Hopefully in the next week or two. Uh, a big, long, super massive review of The Batman. It's going to be an awesome one. I have that one scheduled, and hopefully we'll have it to everyone uh, in the next week or so. 
fingers crossed. Thank you to our current Patreons, the Yasmino Chodi, the Batman Abejo, Jeff Nail, Jeff co-hosting on The Ring and Ear, great music podcast, so check them out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squid Master General, Mr. Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Holly Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pride Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California, and Baltimore, Maryland, the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops, the Silent Assassin, he who should not be named, and Syndicate Ram, co-host of Come On, It's Still Good, which, by the way, I just remembered, the current episode for the Patreons is our full-length epic review of the Peacemaker series from HBO Max. That's what's on there right now. So check that out if you're interested. All right, you remember the pay- uh, remember the social media? It's at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. And once again, please, like, subscribe, share, and follow this show for all the other Mandalorians in your covert. Just get their phones and, and click subscribe. It's all good. They're, they're going to thank you later. They truly, truly will. Uh, otherwise, everyone be awesome, be safe, be smart, be fun, be great Star Wars fans, and uh, help create more great Star Wars fans, too. We'll be back very, very soon. Mandavision, uh, woo. Star Wars The Clone Wars Rewatch Mondays will continue, and uh, we're getting into some crazy, crazy stuff. In the, in, we're going to be in a weird stretch here for Season 4 coming up with some, some uh, unique episodes. And, and we'll go from, from there. And uh, again, still contemplating whether we can ramp up the schedule or not during the month of March and April. Uh, I'll keep you posted on that. Otherwise, let's get out of here. You know how this podcast can end. It can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. That wizard's just a crazy old man. Tomorrow, I want you to take that R2 unit to Anchorhead and have its memory erased. That'll be the end of it. It belongs to us now. But what if this Obi-Wan comes looking for him? He won't. I don't think he exists anymore. He died about the same time as your father. He knew my father? I told you to forget it.